The Bible tells us that when we see Jesus, we've seen the Father. What does that mean about how we read the Bible and how we understand our faith? The red letters of Jesus are crucial to our theology. More on that in today's episode of Jackson Cloud. Alrighty, so today we're going to kind of expand a little bit. Recently we talked about the Bible and its authority and it's God-breathed and it's what teaches us what we know about God. Uh, but we also kind of took a look and like, here's some of the things that throws people off the more they learn about the Bible, just so you wouldn't be thrown off as you learn about these things too. It's still God's word, despite parts where it's kind of difficult to understand. Um, but with all that, I thought what would be helpful to us is to talk about where Jesus fits into all of this. Um, I happen to be somewhat of a red letter Christian. Have you guys ever heard of this Mm -hmm. before? Uh, Shane Claiborne, actually, who we're talking to next week on the Jackson Cloud, uh, runs the organization Red Letter Christians. But I like the the uh, ideology of of what it means to be a Red Letter Christian. It's essentially like when you see Jesus, you've seen God. So the Bible understands that though this whole thing is God-breathed, there is in the Red Letters, which is, you know, in Bibles, sometimes the, when Jesus talks, they make it red. So that's a red letters um, in some Bibles. But when Jesus talks, you're looking at like the clearest, most ultimate depiction as to who God is. <laughs> and it is... Uh, Motorcycle interference, everybody. <laughs> the reason that this is important is because when you look at the way that the Bible translates itself, it's all centered upon Jesus. So, like, the New Testament, if it was to go the same route that the Old Testament did, we would expect a lot of kind of, like, violence and all kinds of things to constantly come up. But then you have Paul, who, like, takes the Old Testament, subjects it to Jesus, and Paul, who was a very violent person at first, is suddenly like, uh, don't take out vengeance on anyone, forgive no matter what, you know, like... Where does this mindset come from? Because he was ready to like hurt the church before that in the sake of everything he knew about who God was in the Old Testament and all this. His shifting was in, I've now met God in flesh. I've met Jesus. And as I've learned his story, rather than just take the Old Testament and just like live exactly as I would, I take the Old Testament. I subject it to the fullest revelation of who God is in Jesus and now I re-understand scripture through Jesus. Jesus himself shows that you have to do that. After he's been resurrected, uh, you might remember this scene. That scene, actually. The Emmaus <laughs> walk. <laughs> he's on this walk with these two disciples. They don't know who he is at the time. They don't recognize him in the resurrection body. Um, but as he's walking with them, they're like, we thought Jesus would be the guy, and he died, you know, and they don't know it's him. But he he then, the Bible then says, like, he then began to explain to them everything concerning everything that had been written, the law, the prophets, all the places in which, where he was fulfilling everything. So, mm-hmm. in that moment, you see Jesus saying, like, you can't understand the scripture until you understand me and what I just did. And it kind of like 
blows the minds apart of everyone in the New Testament. They have to rethink how to understand who God is in light of Jesus. So that being said, that's part of what it means to be a red letter Christian. It's like, it's not that Jesus is the only God breathed part of the Bible, but you have to subject all the Bible to those red letters to understand it better. So it's kind of like a cheat code in a video game to where without knowing the code, you can't understand that that part's there. Not necessarily a cheat code for a video game, but those little um, games where it's got like that red thing all over the card. You can't read it until you subject it underneath that red film and it makes the redness go away. So then suddenly you can read the card. So it's a polarized or a po- yeah, polarized image to where if it's under up-down polarization or left-right polarization, it becomes clear. Or it's like a 3D... What are those called? The mind's eye thing. You know, you cross your eyes and it comes to life. I mean, I've seen them. I know uh, what you're talking, no, talking about. Oh, it's got the blue and the red separated, and then you put on the goggles, and it's like... Yes, you could. Yeah, so that would work, too. Or have you seen the mind's eye things where you got to cross your eyes for the picture to come out? Those never work for no. me. You guys can't... Hang on. we got to try these out. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't here. believe you haven't done these. Okay, so okay. I see a lot of dogs and flowers. Yes. Do you see the picture that's there if you cross your eyes? I'm going to work on it. Here you go. Hang on. How do you cross your eyes and oh, still wow. look at the picture? Oh, wow. Okay. All right. I see it. I do so, not see it. Hang on. I'm going to tilt this towards me and see if that helps me here a second. Now I you think... have to cross your eyes and it will become 3D. You will see objects inside of it. Yeah. Um, still see nothing. I, I can't. Think... How do you cross your eyes and still see the photo? Because when I cross my eyes, the only thing I can see is nothing. Uh, you have makes... to cross it just enough that it it, okay. it layers things and becomes 3D. I think you cross your eyes differently than I do. I don't understand how this <laughs> okay, works. Okay, so this well, is... Let me try it again real quick. All right. Yeah, nope, not, still not getting anything. Okay, so... What are you seeing? I am now going to just kind of trace for you what I see. Here is one dog, there's a leg, goes over his body, around, he's holding a rose in his mouth that's popping out, there's his other legs. This dog's lying down, heads up here, and then there's little hearts floating above them, and there are windows in the back right here. What? So, you guys What are you on? You don't see that because you're not doing it right, but this is a great example of what... Of what? what are you? Uh, I don't, this is a I great example. Even. This is a great example. A great example of what the Bible's like. A lot of people, when they're just looking at Scripture exactly as it is, they are seeing only this picture of that. But as soon as you bring in Jesus, the underlying real truth, the revelation hiding behind it, appears. And actually, I think Greg Boyd uses this illustration in one of his books when he's trying. He talks about cruciform hermeneutics and what he means by you that, say that is three times fast. Well, what he means by it is we need to understand the Bible through the cross because that's the ultimate, according to all New Testament writers and Jesus, this is the ultimate portrayal of who God is, is a self-sacrificial love on a cross. So when you look at the Old Testament, you see these themes, you're like, ooh, that doesn't make sense. Boyd would say, subjected to the cross, watch what the New Testament authors did as it all comes to life. If you just look at the magic eye puzzle, you're just seeing scripture as it is. And maybe you've seen this with atheists before, right? Uh, You let an atheist read the Bible, they come back with a lot of ammunition against you. Mm -hmm. But... 
Like we read the Bible with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> and so we see that deeper revelation that we're supposed to be taking away from it, not just reading it just point blank. Whereas sometimes some atheists, while they're pursuing the scripture, they actually find themselves meeting the Holy Spirit along the way and it turns out well sometimes. Uh, but you can read the Bible one way, come away with a lot of ammunition it doesn't mean to provide, or you can see the real truth underneath by letting the Holy Spirit warm your heart and subject it to who Jesus is. So, I don't know, thoughts, red letter Christianity. I think the important part of it is just putting the hierarchy there. So, Jesus is our God. He is our religion. And the Bible has to reflect him. And if it's not, then you're missing something. Yeah, I think that's pretty profound. Which I think a lot of people... I've met a lot of people who I think look at it the opposite way, where they read the Bible and they subject Jesus to, like, the Old Testament. And in a way, they're kind of seeing him the same way that the Pharisees did. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're like, no, you're doing all these things wrong. It has to be like this because they're missing... They're looking at the key and trying to make it fit. I don't know. Hang on. My allegory is lost, but... No, I understand what you're getting at. I mean, when you said, you know... Uh, well, the verse that came to mind is Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount says, uh, not an iota, not a dot, not a period of anything of the law and the prophets will pass away. But in the same area, he says, I am the like fulfillment of the law and the prophets. So it's like... The Old Testament's still there. It's still real. It's still important. But Jesus is also saying, like, I'm that. Like, you can't understand that unless you understand me. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's again, it's that true vision between the vision, bringing it together to see what's really there. So good deal. Well, hey, short talk. Just Jesus is the answer. If you want to understand Scripture well, you subject it to him. If you don't, then you will walk away with things that he very well may consider heresy <laughs> only because you missed the real truth behind what he was trying to say. Just like Paul originally did, the Pharisees did, and all these other characters throughout Scripture did. So and you're once, not alone. Yes, but you're on the wrong side of history. <laughs> but once you subject it to Jesus, even the way you quote stuff from the Old Testament, it all shifts with you. So... Um, Follow Jesus. He's the answer, and he brings it all together. So now it's time to hear about some of the passages that have been reinvented as you read it through the eyes of Jesus. Join us on the Discord and tell us about those times. And be sure to like, comment, subscribe down below, but also go to jacksoncloud.com and help us with what we do. starting to see it oh it's starting to happen oh my gosh everything in my world is so crazy right now i can't quite what is happening what on earth it is like halfway there but it's suspended and i swear oh i just ruined it by putting my hand in it no